day. We thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on this day. We thank you for life and strength, Heavenly Father, and just the um, just a, just a moment to see another day. We are thankful for it, Heavenly Father. Right now, we want to pray for anybody watching this. We pray that they're inspired by our words and they have a good day, man. We hope that we have a good day and this podcast comes out well. Amen. 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 Um, this is a little, little awkward moment right now. Um, as most of America already knows, um, a legend has passed, a father figure, um, so many words to describe this person, this, this, this man, um, athlete, this goat, um, for, for those who are not aware, Kobe Bryant, last week, Sunday, actually, probably around the same time, I'm not 100%, was in a helicopter crash, and he, um, and his daughter, along with other basketball um, girls and their families passed away. You know, it's, 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 it's very sad, it's very tragic, you know, and our, our condolences go out to <coughs> their families and their friends, you know, it's just, it's really, it's really a tough time, and I don't even have the right words, you know, to say right now. You know, you might hear me stuttering, you might hear us stuttering as well. You might see us um, full of emotion right now, and that's just because he meant so much to us and helped us, and he doesn't even know it, you know, and I just wish that he was alive right now just so he can see his his impact, his his contribution, how much people he inspired. Um so so yeah. Um we're gonna open up and then um we're gonna do a little tribute to Kobe and then start our show. So I'll start it off. My name is Lade. Go by the name of Desmond Bonet. I'm Drew and you listen to R U Listening. Radio. All right. Leave it to Drew, part two. Um, literally, we're leaving it up to Drew for the tribute. Um, first off, I would like to um, just that we want to dedicate this to Kobe. Um, when you think of Kobe, the first thing in my mind, I think of more than an icon. He's a legend in his field. He um, paved the way for a lot of athletes, whether it was basketball <clears throat> or any other sport that the athletes out there play. Um, and I just think the fact of what he represented and he was more of a symbol. Um, he was hope, he was ambitious. He was just that person that a lot of us looked up to. Um, I would say one of my favorite moments. Oh, for yeah. oh. Excuse me. Uh, to me, um, 
Mamba mentality is never stopping, um, fighting what you believe in, and continue the um, continue that good fight, um, and just keep striving for greatness and being a better you. Um, how about y'all? What do you think the Mamba mentality meant to you? Oh man, I mean. It's a tough one, you know, because <clears throat> this is going to sound weird the way that I compare his mentality. Um, and it's the one that I can kind of relate to the most. You know, a lot of people... Um, would call Kobe or would say some people might see his words and the way he delivered his messages as in an asshole way you know but deep inside excuse me he wanted the best for everybody he wanted each person to be the best version of themselves you know and the mindset of wanting to uplift everybody so everybody can be great it's a king's mentality and that's the mentality that I relate to the most because that's the the one thing that I think that Kobe and I if I could say have in common you know because a lot of my friends call me an asshole but I try my best to push everybody you know to the best versions of themselves so they can see that they do have um they do have potential, you know, especially in this world we live in that kind of wants to put each and every single person down, especially, you know, people of people of color, you know. So for him to set that bar high, you know, is 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 a mentality that is kind of it's priceless and shouldn't be taken for granted. So um that's what that means to me, the mentality, you know, to be the best version of yourself. For me, I ain't really pay attention to every single basketball fact. But as far as what that mean to me, just to take a piece of what Lottie was just speaking of, and just to add a little bit, I would just say, <clears throat> just, to, just to describe it a little more, just the amount of work that he put into what he wanted to do, the practice before the game, practice after the game. The long hours during off season, always working out, always staying in shape, is always pushing to get better. Um, I was talking a lot of it yesterday, and I brought up a <clears throat> brought up an interview that I watched recently with Steve Stout. In an interview, he said that when Kobe knew he was going to be going up against Allen Iverson, he called up Steve Stout, set up um set up a private gym in the city, I believe, and just had like six of the best like streetball guys in the city and just lined them up one after the other and everyone's job was to try to get past Kobe he did that just to prepare not not to not to win a championship or this is like the game that's going to define you he did that to prepare to guard somebody else who he highly respected and knew that he couldn't you know 
be in front of that man and play games. Yeah. So that right there is something that I more recently been trying to been trying to um, guess, but just been trying to take with me. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, Drew, man, you good, man. It. I don't think I'll be good for quite a long time because it it really hurts, man. To see a to see a icon, legend, master of the game, just you know, just gone from this earth is it. Yeah, this one really hit home for I know a lot of people that still play the game today and they idolize this dude yeah as kids and it's just like we grew up he was our Michael Jordan um and the generation behind us is their Kobe is LeBron so it's just you want to see that it's still gonna um that tradition that those lessons are gonna continue to go throughout life but it it's like it's like someone taking your favorite toy away or that toy got lost or something or that precious thing that you had so dear yeah it makes sense taken away from you you know what i'm saying it's like a piece of your childhood gone yeah and it's like no matter what you do the only thing that you can do is remember the good times and the hardships that or whatever that you cherish you have the memories, yeah. but you still want to see the actual physical um, thing here. Exactly. So this one really hit home. So I'm I'm fine, but this one was just it was, it was very heartfelt. And this happened on my vacation. Yeah. When I heard that, I was just like, forget this. I want to just go home. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was kind of like, um. I know we have certain questions, you know, structured and stuff like that, but I want to just interject one question, you know, like, where were you guys at when you heard the news about, about Kobe, you know, you know, you said that you was at vacation. Yeah, I was in Vermont at um, Killington Mountain, um, and I was snow tubing with my brothers and uncles. So snow tubing is like basically, you know those water things when you go to a water park, like those tubes, and you just you just sit on it and then go snow tubing. It's like going up a hill and down. That's it. So picture like a tire, no, picture like a donut, but like bigger. Basically. But bigger, and you just sit in it and you just float. And you just go up and down. Yeah, it depends on the trail or the hill or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Out like again, I was snow tubing when my brother was just like, "What? What the?" And he just started cursing, and it was just like, "I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, what are you cursing at?" Yeah. He's like, "Yo, Kobe died." I was like, "Stop fucking playing with me, man!" Like, yeah. I thought it was a joke until I got the news from ESPN, <clears throat> the notification. Yeah. And I was just like, I was stuck. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Like, so. wow. Like Sunday, I woke up feeling weird already. You know, like I was, I wasn't even in the mood. You know, and I, we have a group chat among us, and I text my 
my fellow brothers and I said, I just need a day to myself, you know, because I, I, I feel weird, you know, I, I just I just felt the energy. And then my brother comes down talking about, yo, you heard the news? I'm like, what you talking about? I said, Kobe died. I'm like, wait, what? What? It's like something that you just don't want to believe, you know, you know, and it's just... It's just difficult, man. I, I I I had lost my phone at the time, and I went on Instagram, you know, because people go to social media first now, you know, it's either Instagram or Twitter, you know, to see if things are factual. And I went on Instagram, and I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. I don't see nothing, so I ran to my brother's room, and we watch, we flipping through all the channels, ESPN, ESPN. To um, ABC, like we looking at all these things, and we don't see nothing, and then we check back on Instagram, and everybody's confirming it. I'm like, oh man, and then you hear different stories, you know. You hear, you hear, he just passed because it's just developing, you know. Then you hear he was with five other people first, and then you hear he's with his daughter, and I'm just like, oh. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just sad, man. It's really sad. What about you, Desmond? You ain't heard the news. I was sitting on the couch. I was sitting on the couch. I forgot what was on the TV. But I'm on my phone. I'm looking through. Um, shout out to URL. You're about to get free promo, but. Smack out of the URL app battle. So I'm on Twitter, you know, trying to read the updates, figure out what's going on. A lot of they text a group chat and said, I think it was, yo, Kobe Bryant died, but he put Kofi. So I text back, wait, wait, what? So you had to laugh at me, world. My dumb ass, I Google Kofi Bryant. Like, what is he talking about? But Kobe Bryant. Yeah. I put Kofi? Yeah. I don't even. Yeah, look, at, look at the text. Kobe Bryant quote um, popped up and Sari, you be messing up Sari. The the first um news thing was TMZ. And when I googled it, it literally just happened I think when he texted because the image thing said eleven minutes ago. So when I seen that, I was like, Yeah. It was just like the the only thing. <clears throat> Only thing I kept saying the whole day was, you could throw this. This is gonna sound messed up. It sound like you wishing death, but you could throw a million names out there, right? Yeah. And it's sick, but a lot of people will probably be like, "Oh yeah, you know, I can see that happening." Oh no, he bugging out. He he gonna die soon. Like, it's just, yeah. it happens every day, and to a lot of people, like, feel me, you know what I'm trying to say. But with Kobe, is like, whoa. That wasn't even a, like ever a thought. Yeah, it wasn't, man. It was. it was never a thought. I don't even. Nobody even talked about Kobe dying of old age, which is something that would have probably happened. But like, it was so far removed from people's mind that even that wasn't even a thought to yeah. start a conversation about. Mm -hmm. So when that shit happened, and then for me, everything, it just seems like every time something happens, that's when. 
every fucking shit out the woodwork starts popping up. And it was two cartoons. One was The Simpsons and one was The Simpsons. One was another cartoon and then one was a tweet. Basically, I don't want to say predicting, but kind of having that same, you know, situation in the shows. And it was just like, bro, like... It's just too much, right? I don't know. It just put me in a place to where, like, are are they really just dickheads online just saying shit? Or does it really... I don't know, man. But the whole, whole thing was just crazy in particular for me, like I said, because there wasn't no thought about it. Yeah, man. There's definitely no thought about it either, man. It's just like... This, like, he just... Like, LeBron just passed him <laughs> a few hours ago. Yeah, that's the crazy yeah, part. It wasn't even twenty four hours. Ago. I know it was like twelve hours, maybe yeah, half that. Half that. Like Damn, just man. just passed him in the all time scoring list. You know, shout out to LeBron. Congratulations. Yeah, and it's just like all of this happened, and when you hear like the whole, the whole, you hear so many different stories. Like your mind doesn't even know how to add it. You know. Yeah. How to add two and two together, you know? They said that he was at church before he went on a helicopter and stuff like that. And just, like, the reason why he sort of taking the helicopters, you know, to spend more time with his family, you know, it's just, like, it don't even make any, it don't even make any sense, yo. It, 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 it doesn't make any sense, you know? This is the, this is the person who... You, you you would want to see him become a coach in the NBA. You know, this is a person who you want to see, like, his daughter, you know, go to the WNBA and dominate. You know, this is, this is, this is somebody who, who had a daughter who was just born, who's really not going to have a relationship with him. You know, like... Off the court, it was a businessman. LeBron said it best. Like, the years after he retired, that's when you saw Kobe actually become his happiest. And you could tell, man. He's just relaxing, courtside, you know, talking to his daughter, you know, with his wife, with his family. And, and, and... <sighs> Still creating an impact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, a tough one, man. Uh, a, a tough one, you know. I think, you know, the first two questions, we, I think we already answered. You know, the first one, Drew said, you know, what does uh, the mama mentality mean to you? You know, the second one is, what did Kobe Bryant symbolize to you? You know, I think that we already answered that question. Rather, um, the third, what is your favorite Kobe Bryant moment? I mean, it's a, it's a lot. Yeah. It's I mean, a lot. There's so many, you know. With if, five, you, if you had to choose one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had to choose one, I mean, it's, I mean, five-time championship, you know, um, going up to the All-Star game, how many times, what, like, like, one in ten times, man, like, um, my favorite moment is actually the Shaq and Kobe interview that they did recently. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's actually my favorite moment, you know, because 
you get to witness a, a brotherhood like none other, you know, for 20 plus years. And they had beef too. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. That was a real brotherhood. Though. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. To see, to see, to see them go through thick and thin, you know, and, and, and still be mature and men enough to be face-to-face, -face, man. Just like we are right here, you know, they were literally like face-to-face, you know, just showing each other respect. And if that's not love, then I don't even know what love is. You know, to, to, to go through all the ups and downs, to have rap battles against each other, to, 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 to. Kobe has balls. <laughs> <laughs> more fire, more fire. To, to even, um, that you even learn that they were about to, they were about to fist fight. Yeah. You know, like, like, like Shaq, old, like Shaq actually swung at Kobe, like you. You know how big Shaq hands are, man. Come on, you know to go through all of that and then just to still be brothers. It's, it's just priceless. The size of one of them short missiles. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. It's a big nigga, bro. Yeah. It's a big fact. Yeah. It's, it's a big diesel. You know, it's just like, but um. Can you dig <laughs> But that moment, cause it showed true. Um, a, a true brotherhood that I think that we can all learn by, you know, and it, and inspired too with, you know, our brothers and our families, and then too, which I learned through the interview, that during um was it the 2010 championship when they faced the Celtics, the Boston, was it 2010 or 2009? If memory serves me right, I think it may be nine. I think so. I think that they nine. That they won. It was 2009 or 2010. Um, don't get me. Um, I don't want to say anything that's not factual. But Kobe said that he had a broken finger, and he had a um, a part of his foot was broken as well, and it was hard for him to walk during that game. And nobody knew that about his foot, and he would still perform. You know, and people knew about the finger, but they didn't know about the foot. And he was still performing. So to have that same, to have that mamba, yeah, mamba mentality. And for who you said they played? The Celtics. Oh, uh, the Celtics. The 2000. That was 2008. 2008? Yeah. Who did they go against 2010? Boston. Boston, yeah. So it was. So, so it was 2010 then, 2010, thanks, and um, yeah, he, he, you know, um, a broken bone in his foot and a broken finger. Nobody knew about the foot, but they knew about the finger, and he still performed because he was so upset that they lost in um, 2008. He, he was he was so upset, you know, about the whole um, the way that he approached that game. That he wanted revenge and he wanted to win, you know. And you could see the competitive, competitive, um, competitiveness. Yeah, thank you. Between Shaq and Kobe, just to win, you know, it's like that's so inspiring. You know, you want all your brothers to win and be great and share that, share that moment of victory. You know what I'm saying? 
like, like, I think my favorite moment was, and not to um, put the championships in a in a um, in a closet. It's just I find it um, crazy when they when his last Olympic competition was. I think it was two thousand twelve. I think it was two thousand twelve. It was Kobe, LeBron, um, Jason Kidd. Uh, Carlos Boozer, um, Kyrie. No, 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 no. Way before him. Way, Way before. before him. It was Dwight Howard. I think it was Dwight Howard and Chris Bosh. But I can get the. Um, I think I got the roster wrong. But anyway, and Dwayne Wade. Yeah. That was the ultimate remake of the Dream Team, in my opinion. Remake or remix? Because, like, I mean, that was when everyone wanted to see who was better, the dream team in the, what was the dream team year? Um, it was with Michael, well, M- M- Michael, Michael Larry Bird, yeah. uh, Magic Johnson, yeah. versus LeBron, yeah. Kobe, and Dwayne Wade in the yeah. video game. Yeah. And that was, I had to say, that Olympic year, that year itself, you saw everyone get along with everybody and like you never saw a brotherhood like lebron and kobe and those two battled it out from jump and the fact that they're like more than friends it was a bond that connected them yeah you don't have to be blood to be a brother like it's our bond that keeps us connected and strong together and just seeing that go from 2012 or whenever they met go so far that just lets you know a lot of love is in this world and truth be told that was probably the best moment I have ever seen Kobe just dominate the court no matter who it was no matter what country you're playing he fought for his country and he was that leader that they needed and he was wearing <laughs> good, good, good. How about you? Do you have any favorite moments of, of, of Kobe? Kobe got balls, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's his favorite moment. Yo, that's, that's all he had. To that's his favorite moment. That's his favorite moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's... Kobe got balls. No, the reason why I bring that up is because <clears throat> a lot of this new generation, when they hear um Kevin Durant, when they hear Iman Shubba, when they hear... um. Damn All of these right. NBA guys that are stars now do the music thing. It's like the most amazing, greatest thing to this generation. They think it's the first time done. The athlete that raps. Kobe, Shaq, come on, man. They've been doing this. Kobe had balls, but my personal favorite moments was the moments that was caught off the court. Him being with his family. Because it shows that no matter how much money he made, no matter how much of an impact he made on other people's lives, he never took for granted what was around him. So before we get into our segment, which Desmond... Oh, 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 And Kobe contributed a whole fucking lot to battle rap. There's so many fire bars that could be the reason why a lot of people might have edged certain rounds because of that Kobe bar, man. So shout out to Kobe for contributing to battle rap, too. 
I didn't know that, but thank you. My boss. My boss. My boss. Hashtag. My boss. So, the last statement we have is acknowledge how Kobe helped change the world. Um, I think we um, answered that question. Um, I think before you go on, and sorry to cut you off, I think that what he brought more to light was female basketball. Though female basketball was there. All right. I think he made it more of an impact because he only had girls. And we all wanted to Ooh, see. Girls, right? Yeah. yeah. And what everyone wanted to see, if he had that son, would he give it to his son all the lessons and all, all that other shit? But... Gigi said, Gigi nah. Gigi said, I got this. I got this. And he, you can see what he's taught her yeah. and be a complete. She is a same animal. What was the quote? Oh. Ah, oh. damn. I wish I wrote this down. Are you the same beast but a different animal? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, he's like, the what the fuck, Kobe Bryant? Yeah. <laughs> But I, it, it's crazy because the way she moved, the way she played, Gigi was literally Bro, you saw Kobe's the video twin. Of her catching buckets and addressing heels. Bro, nah, I saw I yo, I that. saw I that video. I was just nah, like, yo, she's in heels. Yo, she's in heels. Yo, she's just practicing like it's yeah. nothing. I was just like, what? I know, I know. Kobe said at his age. Gigi was better than what he was, you know, and that's just supposed to happen. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. And that's just and that's just a testimony <clears throat> of how great she she was gonna be, you know. And not only her, but the other girls who were on the helicopter because they, they were, stuck with her. Yeah, yeah, they were like her best friends, and you know, like they all had training from the great, the goat. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. But I want to shout out to UConn because they did a great tribute to Gigi because she was going to UConn, all right, with without a doubt. Yeah, that was her school, and I just want we really wanted to see more of her to be like her dad, but better. Uh, just a great symbol and icon. So yeah, that's all I gotta say. Oh, um, help change the world. Um. There's certain icons that happen to be like the different the different wonders of the world, you know. And I'm 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 not sure if Kobe, you know, um, fit in that um, rank, but I'm pretty sure he is up there, you know. Just the word Kobe, you know, you don't have to say Kobe Bryant. You just say Kobe, and you could go to almost any family household. And they could tell you they either heard the name of Kobe or they know of Kobe, you know, no matter what, you know. And and that just shows you the impact that one person can have to impact the world, inspire the world and make it a better place. You know, for him to know so many languages, um, for him to... Um, 
you know, we all said be a leader, be a, be a father, you know, it just, it just shows what a man should be, you know, and, and shows what a, 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 a black man can be, you know, and, and, and in this day and age where the, the term role model has really, has really disappeared, you know, we, we, yeah. Replace the word influence. Yeah, well, and influence now don't have a good name to it anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, for 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 a man, we 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 can actually look up and say that is a role model, and we can look up to him. You could you could literally look up to him and say, you know, this is a person that. I would want to be and be like in today's in, in in today's age in today's society, it's a rare, it's a rare commodity, it's a rare thing. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that you know can be acknowledged about Kobe. So, um, before we, you have anything to say, my fault, or you kind of summed it up. No, you summed it up. The only thing I was gonna add was what we talked about earlier, but we kind of answered that. Right. So the whole mother mentality, I think that's a, a strong factor in helping to change the world. Just installing that mindset in a lot of people. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So before we head to our our our, our topic that I think Desmond will lead off in, we're just gonna have a moment of silence, not only for Kobe and Gigi, but for the other people who were affected by this um, tragedy. Yeah, like a tragedy to all their family, friends, um, close ones, anybody who was um, impacted by Kobe's death and the family's death. Um, we're just going to do a moment of silence. Um, 24 seconds? 24 seconds. seconds. 24 seconds. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, let's do it. Moment of silence. Rest in peace, Kobe and Gigi and everybody that was involved in the accident, man. Love you, Kobe. Love you, man. Shit's still, still different, man. Shit still, still hurts, man. Just still hurts. Take it away, man. Take it away. <clears throat> All right, you're going to try to pick up the energy. <clears throat> you about to laugh? No. Trying to do something good and you don't laugh? You always look at me like I'm about to do something to you, bro. Oh, Just go. Guys, Damn what you got. What's going What's going on, everybody? We are back for a whole nother episode. I know we did the intro earlier, but we're going to try to get it right this time. I go by the name of Desmond Bonet. 
My name is Drew. My name is Lade. And you're now tuned in to all you listening radio. radio. Oh yeah, <laughs> baby. This episode, man, um, it's gonna be based around freedom. What that may mean to you, what it may mean to us. We're gonna break it down throughout the episode and just kind of, just kind of pinpoint certain things that I believe are super relatable. Um, when it comes to just that word freedom, whether it's the nine to five you're working or something you're trying to do, you know, for yourself. So the first thing I will start off with in light of, you know, the whole COVID thing and, you know, things of that nature. What does freedom mean to you specifically when working a nine to five job? Um... The question is kind of layered, you know, it's just, for me personally, being free, there's no kind of freedom when you work a nine to five. Let me get that straight, because mm-hmm. you still have to work within their rules and their guidelines, you know, but for me, freedom comes from being who you are in a nine to five. You know, like, like like being your exact self and not trying to be like somebody else because they might be favored by the company more or they might be, um, quote unquote, like a teacher's pet in a sense. You know, just, just, just living your true self and being the person that you want to be uh, at your nine to five. You know, that's your freedom, you know, because... In a sense, you're not you're not selling yourself to anybody, you know. And you're I like that. Yeah, and it and, and you you're living to you're living to you, you know, like you're living to the expect expectations of yourself rather than the expectations of someone else. Yeah, 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 pretty much, you know. So I don't know. That's. I, I, see it. I think freedom in a nine to five, I kind of see it as a mindset, if that makes sense. Like, you can work, like, yeah, you're physically working there, but mentally, you're somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? All right. I mean, there are times that, yeah, you got to have your mind on the job at hand. Yeah. But where do you go when your mind when your mind's not on work? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think it's more of a mindset than it is physically. All right. Because, I mean, there are a number of times where I felt free when I'm at my job. All right. <clears throat> no disrespect at my job, but it's just like, you know, it'd be... All disrespect at my job. Yes, it... <laughs> oh, shit. Gunshots. Ah! Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Free man, free man. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I give you five seconds to wrap anything you want. <laughs> Oh. 
I just want to show you it's not me this time. I stood in my seat. I stood quiet. Chop out! I ain't do nothing crazy. Uh, you like usually kid. me. I usually get the blame. I sat here. You blame it on the Bronx water, man. <laughs> I, I like the Bronx water. That was born in the Brooklyn Whole Foods. Shout out to Brooklyn. Anyway, yeah. back to what I was saying. This is not coming home soon. Keep from the Bronx, right? Nah, Brooklyn. Best out. Basically, what I was trying to say is that <laughs> I think it's a mindset of being free. <laughs> These two are still going at it. Like, <laughs> can I just finish what I got to say and then you can take it away, Des? I just think it's a mindset. Um, you don't always got to be at your job like that mentally. So it separates who you really are and what you should be at a job. But you should never let someone tell you. Be this, be that. No, mm -hmm. be like you said. Be who you are, truthfully. Yeah. <clears throat> but know your boundaries. Facts, facts. I, I got the perfect example for that. Like you know how you stressed out at your job, and then like you clock out for lunch, and then you leave lunch, and then all of that weight goes off, and you feel free. Hell yeah. And then you enjoying yourself for lunch, and then when you come back to work, you're like <sighs> stressed out. That feeling that you have on your lunch break is supposed to be the feeling you have at work for the whole however hours you get there at work. Mm -hmm. You know? Because at lunch you're leaving and you have that freedom. Recess. Yeah. That's your freedom. Your freedom is supposed to be that same feeling throughout the whole, your whole shift at work. And it's kind of hard for a lot of people to, to, to actually be themselves. You know? or understand that process, concept rather, at a job, you know? So. Facts. Five. That's a big fact. Mm -hmm. I was actually gonna um, agree with Drew. And... That's the first time. <clears throat> yeah, I want you to have your moment. Yeah, have your moment. Reason why I agree I'm with free. you. Reason why I agree with what? So I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> He's a happy Tiz, I swear. He's a happy Tiz. <laughs> Take it away. I know I'm on camera doing it. You want a tissue, my nigga? <laughs> Last time it was chocolate. No. <laughs> Yo, why would I don't do nothing? Y'all keep stalling me, man. Alright. We didn't say to be this free, bro. <laughs> What's going on, bro? Freedom oh. land! <laughs> Strike and you're out! <laughs> Yo, did that dude really have a skill like that? Freedom man, freedom man. You hear that, son? No. No. <laughs> what are doing, man? Yo, Gotta hit the well, button. Um, <clears throat> no, seriously, the reason yeah. why I uh, agree is because the whole... um. Mentality thing. And the reason why I say that is because I can gladly speak on it now in public. Oh, Lord. Oh. I've worked with certain people who think that because they're able to enforce certain things, that that defines freedom. And in reality, I kind of correlated to, it, to the way um, social media is nowadays. 
you're kind of a nobody unless you got likes. It's not it's not a way to really, really sustain a certain feeling for yourself. You're really just trying to gain a feeling from other people. And, I don't know, I guess to try to translate that and make sense for yourselves, people um, kind of do that. And I think that right there is where I always... Um, I don't want to say stop, but that's where the conversation gets difficult. All right. Because a lot of people not really um, able to accept the fact that the ideals that we have that are connected to a version of freedom might not be nowhere near close to freedom. Mm. Do you think that would make the conversation <clears throat> difficult? Because they're not in a in a in a better term of words they're not in their reality like they're living in another reality of like likes and attention rather than you know that's that's what I would say but the reason why I wouldn't but the reason why I wouldn't use those exact words on it is cause it's kinda I would say yeah. I'll probably say what you said and probably just say they just live in a, a delusional world which is probably just which is exactly the same shit. But the reason why I say that is because it's more than one. Like it's a whole collective. Yeah. Like is. it's a whole it's a whole world yeah. of people that believe this is the standard of life. This is how you get happy. This is how you um have fulfillment. This is how you feel free at work. You make this amount of money. Like there's people that is this the whole world they live by this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But not knowing like we could we could use the simplest we could use the simplest um. Better word for that. Is program. We can use the program. We can use the simplest form of an, an, an um analogy. Uh, for instance, um, battle rapper, right? You sign uh four battle four battle contract. Mm -hmm. Three thousand and three thousand and battle, right? Right. Now. Instantly, the first thought in your head is you do the math. Okay, that's three times four. Uh, uh, battles. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. That's all you're thinking about. Yeah. Two days later, you get a phone call. And we got a contract for you, bro. Two battles. Uh -huh. You'll make a million. You were so focused on what was just said right there in front of you that you thought, like, what? That money? I could do so much. Oh, I'm free. When this opportunity would have really gave you that freedom for the less amount of work you would have to do here. All right, all right. So that's that's the best way for me to put it. A lot of people get sidetracked and clouded by what they think is free, not realizing that, bro, like, free is over here. It just mm. takes a little moment for you to turn your head. That's it. Mm. All right. Cool. What you said kind of reminded me of um, Jake Cole. And he says it a lot, too, you know, like, exactly what you, um, Said like um, people think that all the money and accolades and all of that equals to freedom, but like just the simple stuff like we're doing right now, like just doing this podcast, you know, and us trying to get our word out. Yeah, 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 get our word out and try to inspire other people. That's 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 our freedom, you know. It's something it's something that you want to do that's true to you, just like Kobe, you know. He he played basketball. You know, and he worked at it. Yeah, worked he, at he, it. he worked at it. You know, the first person there, last person. Oh, sorry. Want to say that? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I'm laughing at him because he's like, the moment you hear it, it's like, 
I'm like, damn, bro, just open the bag. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> you open the bag or just stay like fucking mannequin? Mannequin challenge? <laughs> oh my god, I love y'all. Y'all stupid. Camera and go around. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Go back to what you were saying. I'm sorry for interrupting. Nah, I was just saying like um, J. Cole, like he, he preaches that a lot, you know, and you know, we're trying to be role models, you know, 10 years down the line, you know, when people look back 20 years down the line, you know, God grant us life. You know, we, when people, when we look at, when we look back at this, excuse me, we want to see like, yeah, you know, like we try to live life as free as possible, mm. you know, so that's it. That's it. This is something that I, I think would allow you to kind of continue with what you just spoke on. Something that I, <clears throat> something that I actually question every single day. So, a lot of people we know, a lot of people in general, have the same one specific goal when it comes to um working a nine to five job, right? Mm -hmm. What is that? Get through the day. So you can get what at the end of the week? Eight. Only. That's the only. That's the only main goal. Is you know you think of responsibility as the first in everybody's brain. So it's just it's just the money, the money, the money, the money. So my question is, if that's always the first thing that comes to your brain, the money, the dollar amount, not the the actual job or what whatever whatever title you want to put on it. You don't necessarily have to be working for someone else, but if you're pursuing something and the sole purpose is only for the money, if you still have that same goal when working for yourself, is that real freedom? Even though you're not, my, my bad. Even though you're not working for someone else and helping them, um, gain a better financial situation or whatever. Yeah. But if you have that same, that same, um, that same clouded goal, I would say, while working for yourself, are you really free, or can you be considered a slave to? I guess your own business, for lack of a better term. You could. Or a slave no to... You're... <laughs> maybe a slave to your lifestyle, because a lot of people who... It's, it's been proven, you know, throughout history, a lot of people do go broke just from just trying to show off and prove to people. We see it every day from yeah. broke people in the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put on yeah. a five sneakers today. I ain't got nothing in my pockets, but I'm going to look like I got something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's always it's that image. Yeah, image, um, presentation, you know, how you how you look, you know, and that whole fake it till you make it kind of thing. You know, like a, a lot of people out there are literally faking it. You, you know, know, I was actually told that before. Who, you? If you faking it? Nah, I was told, like, yo, go to Canal, get some fake chains, get a crazy watch, and start looking more like a rapper. I'm telling you, it's going like, 
I have really had people tell me that. Nah. Like, yo, I'm telling you the image on me fire. Uh, so it's gonna get thing. you more of this more that. Like, that's not, that's not freedom, bro. That's not. And glad I ain't doing it because this YouTube dude be running on people, running up on people with um, diamond tussles. Yeah, oh, shit. Catch me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, to your question, again, it's how some people perceive it visually. Um, like, going back to, um, the only way I can make sense out of this is like back into the basketball or athletic aspect. People see that, well, some may take it as like, oh, Kobe's in the gym. He's slaving himself to get another paycheck or anything like that. No, he's just being who he is. He's being free. He's not looking for another paycheck. The money will come. Yeah. If you would take that mindset, the money will come. You just got to put in the work. And some of these multi-million dollar companies started off with a small idea. And yes, you had to slave yourself to get to that certain point. But once you get to that point, you can't let up. However, you can't be shackled down mm -hmm. to, to the point where there's no return. You know what I'm saying? Until like a drastic, God forbid, a drastic moment happened where you're like damn i really should have taken that break or i should have relaxed but see that's how certain businesses go down under when they push 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 when there's a moment where there's not there's a moment where you didn't have to yeah. you didn't have to go that far you didn't have to exceed your energy to a whole nother level where everything is already set in play yeah. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. you don't have to put harm to your um, to your mental state where you have like you're waking you're still up at 4 a.m. talking about a an account that seemed wrong when you you should know what you know what you're doing yeah don't doubt yourself or don't slave yourself to something that is going to come someone's going to recognize your ability someone's going to recognize your um, work ethic to notice like you know what? He deserves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a level of slaveship, yes, but you don't have to slave your whole entire life for something that's gonna come. Yeah, yeah. So that's my that's my two cents. Um, I want to say like we're all slaves to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like we were born slaves. You know, and we're gonna exit that way. You know, it's it's it's, it's just a sad reality of things. You know, and I think that everybody has to look in the mirror and be honest with themselves. You know, um, we live in a world which is, which we know, um, people might say is overpopulated, and there are billions of people on this earth. Some people know what they were meant to do in life. Others don't know how to, um, don't know what to do, and there's people in the middle, like still trying to figure it out. You know, so. I want to address those, um, those two tiers, and, and 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 not talk about the people that still figure it out. The, the people who know what they want to do, right? They have to look in the mirror, and say, "I'm doing this for the love. Or I'm doing this for the money." You know, 
and the people who do not want to don't know what they want to do in life have to say the same thing you know and, and, and figure out what they want to do and then at the end of the day you have a choice people say if you do what you you hear it from public figures celebrities everybody you do what you love to do and it's like um I'm not saying a quote right. I'm definitely butchering it. Um, do what you love to do, and you'll never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. That, that, that is right. That is right. That is right. That is right. You, you know what I'm saying? So, if you if you love what you want, if you love what you do, you have to sincerely know that you're gonna get a break where there's gonna be some money coming from it. Mm-hmm. You know, and. It goes from people who know what they want to do. There's people who go or, go for it just for the money, mm-hmm. and then something happens, and it kind of humbles them. Yeah. And then they realize that, you know, oh, like, I was doing this for the wrong reasons. Like, it Facts. it kind of always plays out. Like, the universe and karma always plays it out, you know? Um, we get some kind of light right here, so if you look kind of brighter, paying no mind, you know? I'll take the I'll take the sunlight, you know. It's kind of weird. It's February and it's still, you know, funny outside. But hey. But no, it's um, it's funny you said that too. Because another thing you can add on um, within that is uh, never mind. My dad just had a brain fart and I had a fire point to just make. It'll come back. It'll come back. You want some Bronx water? Get the throwback. How that smoking go? Yeah, that's yes, yes, yeah, that's him. <laughs> I, I deserve this today. I deserve <laughs> this today. <laughs> with the shoulders. Melanie with the shoulders. <laughs> I, de- I deserve this today. I deserve it. Um, oh, damn. If- if you were part of our group chat, you will understand why he deserves this today. You will understand why he deserves this today. If you were part of our group chat, those who really know us or know of us, you can imagine. <laughs> and it's getting really hot now. Bro, I was sunbreak, bro. Yeah, Damn. Yeah. Mommy, mommy hot. Mommy, mommy hot. Mommy. Mommy hot. I am getting so hot. I want to take my clothes. Damn, I really had a fire point. I forgot. Oh, there you go. That's what I was going to say. And you the can also, hot, so you can also look yeah. at it from a devil's advocate on perspective and just kind of flip it because you also have people who start something for the love, but then the moment it becomes overwhelming and start like actually feeling like a job, they find themselves. They find themselves like in a space where they're trying to like find the love in it first. I mean, again, yeah. I'm making sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so. true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I like my previous job. But like, if you, <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody watching has watched a million on. I won't even say rap. Like just music interviews, and a lot of these artists say the same thing. Like when you first get in it, it's the best times. It's the best times of their life because it's, it's you just walking through the door, so it's fun. You getting paid for something you used to do just on the corner somewhere, but then now it's like it becomes an obligation. Like before, I was just writing these songs just because I was writing these songs, but now I'm writing these songs because this label expects me to sell this much. So now it's not coming from a place of 
I'm just letting out, now I'm forcing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I bring that up because that's that's a that's a, an important factor with just having a reversible. The people who do start with the love but kind of get overwhelmed because you know I'm not gonna lie, with certain career, I'm not gonna say jobs, certain career paths. At some at some point that 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 dollar value and just what surrounds it kind of it it, get, it gets a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's mm-hmm. gonna be sometimes where that might seem like it's more important than what you're actually doing, but that's where that's where the whole um you know mind state comes in. You gotta train yourself to know that that money would not be able to be made if you weren't able to do what you're doing. Is it true? So focus on having fun doing what you're doing, cause whether the money's coming from here, 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 it's gonna come. Yeah, I'm And we talked about this on previous episodes too, but I think a key component into freedom is actually knowing who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, and having that you know structure of um, moral values or standards. You know, because once you go into a situation, you're gonna say, "Oh no, I know I won't do that." As Desmond was say said before, you know, like that that four time battling, you know, would have put you further in the long run rather than taking that 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 million, you know, deal for the two you know, for the two battles, you know. Is 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 it's just like you have to know who you are in a sense and let that shine through, regardless of what you're going through. And that's it's a fine line, it's very difficult to do. Some people don't have the willpower to say no, you know, and people see the money, you know, it's, it's tough, you know, you know, and I'll give the perfect example. I know I'm kind of, um, going off topic in a way, bro, but it's just like growing up, growing up and, you know, I have the luxury of being brought up in a brownstone or whatever the case might be, you know, and people know if you're from Brooklyn, which Desmond, you know, put my spot out. Um, if you're from Brooklyn, a lot of people are... Let me finish. Sure. First of all, Best Buy is a very, very popular spot in Brooklyn, right? I never said a lot of they lives there. Uh, you told people that, man. You just said it. Thanks. I just live in Jersey. I just live in Jersey. All right. So, <laughs> let me make my point, because I'm running off a little bit, but, like, we're in Brownstones. And then a lot of people consider that as the hood growing up in a day before this whole gentrification came about and what happened was that a lot of the older folks grew older and they moved to the south they moved to the south because a lot of these jewish and europeans offered them money to buy their homes and they moved to the south you know with the money they had and didn't know that the Brown Snow was going to be worth millions. Had they known that it was going to be worth millions, then they would have probably saved, you know, the brownstone, or they would have passed it down to their relatives. So the same principle mm-hmm. comes down to this point right now, you know, of, 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 of freedom. You know, it, it, it takes a lot. Knowing who you are, knowing what you represent, having knowledge, being able to um, forecast and think in the future, you know, all of these kind of things and what Drew and Dad said kind of ties into freedom, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it just goes back to mindset, mentality, you know, like you just have to have that mentality, you know, and 
just be happy at the end of the day. Well, that too, you know. But it's hard nowadays because everyone's stressed the hell out. Yeah, and that's for another topic for <laughs> after another topic for another day, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah bro. What's the next question, player? Just, just updating the social medias, you know. I don't know why either. Waiting either. on you, man. Waiting on me. Really waiting on me. To be real with y'all, we kind of hit on every single point that I that I wanted to make throughout the show. So I guess um right now I kind of just want to create a debate. If you guys don't mind. I'm down. Throw it in there. I feel like we kind of already um, spoke about it, but just not in a specific detail. So the debate, I want to start, and just to start real quick, everybody tuned in, please, please engage in the comments. Let us know your thoughts, any questions you may have, or any um, any interjections you might feel like we should, or we might have missed, or should hit next episode, things of that nature, blah, 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 y'all got it. Peace of mind versus freedom. That goes back to the point you made with just having a mind state and not being a slave to what you're doing physically. Mm-hmm. So, what happens to what happens to the people who might not necessarily have a choice to have that balance? For instance, I'm gonna use people like us. We're we're at the bottom, or we're considered at the bottom in terms of um, financial stature and. In the world. In the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when when you're put when you're put in a situation where it's like, alright, I don't I don't wanna do this only for this, but it's the only way to keep this right here. Got it. So that struggle of like I wanna be free and I know I have the opportunity to be free, but until this is completely gone, I can't even fathom the thought of having freedom even in the peace of mind when the physical is kind of overwhelming. Am I making sense? I'm making sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of how to answer that question. No, you're making sense. The first analogy that comes to my mind is like, we're all adults here, so it's it's like a stripper. You know, like a girl who's tripping. You know, like she don't want to strip, but she know that, you know, that's the only job she could get. You know, and that's going to be the job to... You know, like support her and pay for her to go to school or pay for her to, you know, provide for her children if she has it. You know, like, what would be her peace of mind in a sense? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. in a sense. The, ooh, not necessarily versus uh, versus the financial freedom. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put in like an analogy. You know, cause. Um, well, one one thing that one thing that comes to mind when you just said what you said. And not necessarily as a response, but I, I, I guess if I was to put myself just, you know, in, in that particular situation, mental health, and I know this is not the topic we're on and we can continue that on another show, but just to throw it in, that could, prob- that could probably be a big factor that's contributed to mental health. Because just talking about what you said, like, yeah. all right, you're a stripper and you're a stripper, you got a hard life and you're stripping because it's the fastest way to get to where you want to go, right? Yeah. So, speaking of peace of mind and we all tend to do this when we're in the worst of worst bad as a bad situations yeah. you create something in your head yeah so you don't feel the full weight of what's going on all right yeah 
Okay. Now, now to us growing up where we grow up in the environment, that's natural. Mm-hmm. They call it a safe haven. You create a safe place. They, te- they tell you that as a child, you create a safe place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Growing up, that's when you start to realize that safe place I was creating was in my mind. Yeah. So and it can't just, save me no more. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I guess just to speak on, on, on that factor of like trying to create a peace of mind when the reality is like for lack of a better term, so fucked up. Yeah. So you joke a movie. His yeah, his yeah. physical life was so fucked up from getting bullied and all of that. So he created to us to to, to everyone looking at like this dude is crazy, he's bugged out, but to him, that's his way to cope with it. He's creating this safe haven, this this imaginary place that's different from the physical. And better analogy, great. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, movie, just, man. just speaking from that, like I, I know it has to be super difficult when you're trying to um when you're trying to change the mentality and have that peace of mind to where you can feel like you're free, but under that same breath, you're still a slave to just everyday situations and your everyday environment. Yeah, it's tough, you know. I, I you know, I don't even know, you know, like I guess the. The question is like, how do you, how do you deal with it, right? Like, um, how do you get yourself out of that situation? Well, yeah, how do you deal with it? How do you get yourself out of it? You know, I think it goes back to what we talked about during our um, retail therapy episode. Mm. And if uh, you guys haven't checked that out, make sure you go back and check that out. It's on our YouTube. Um, it's also on Spotify as well. Um, but to have balance. I think that's the most important part, you know, um, and know yourself and know when you're in the moments, you know, because we both work um, in companies where provide a level of stress, mm-hmm. a level of of of, of, of heaviness, as, as you would say, when like you just said, where we. Well, that's for another topic. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Agreed, hundred percent. But it's like we felt weighed down, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just like, and we were getting a paycheck, mm-hmm. you know, and, and 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 we had to curate scenarios that created that peace of mind. We had to create our own safe havens. We had to create our own peace of minds so we can perform the next day, mm-hmm. you know. Bro, and, and, and and that's hard. And I'm pretty sure that people who work corporate, people who work 9 to 5, people who work retail, they can relate to that. It's tough, man. It's very it's, tough. It's, it's, it's really tough, you know? Like, you can even say for, in a, and I'll keep going back to Kobe, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going back to Vanessa, you know, his wife. Imagine another lady, you know, like a regular person who works at 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. You know, she's married, she has kids, she loses her husband, mm-hmm. you know, and then has to go back to work the next day, or vice versa, you know, or deal with a death or something like that. Then, how do they perform? How, what's their peace of mind? What's their thing? These are things that everybody, everyday people are battling, mm-hmm. you know, and I think the one word that could help or provide any inspiration is just balance, you know, and just know when to balance. I can actually um, speak on that. If, I mean, another my fault to cut you off. Um, another thing that I think is like a huge, huge thing, and you, you 
repeat repeated yourself a few times is knowing yourself because a lot of the times people falsely think that they're free because of the material but not realizing you're doing all this shit to keep up with this person who's probably not doing that much better than you financially so i like the fact that you kept repeating that because that's a strong point for y'all to take home with y'all as long as you know yourself that's the first step and like i've I personally take pride in that. There's a lot that I don't do. Not because I can. It's just I, I don't want to. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that I, I don't do with my money. So I, I just, I, I live, I live for me because I, I always, I always tell myself, and um, I heard this first, the first time I heard this from somebody else was from Lil Wayne. I forgot one. But I've always heard it growing up. The mirror can't talk back to you. Mm-hmm. The mirror is only a reflection of what you see. So if you're not happy with what you see, change what's in the mirror. It's not this person's job to change what's in your mirror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And no one else is there when you're staring in the mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So don't don't go into something and feel like don't go into something feeling like the judgment of it can go either way because of someone else's whatever on it. Don't go somewhere outside. Like, when I when I wake up, and they laugh at me all the time for this shit. When I wake up, I say I'm a fucking king. I'm amazing. I'm a beautiful ass nigga. I'm here. I leave the crib. I look fly. I'm good. I do that for me. I don't go outside saying, all right, let's see how many comments I got. Let's see who say blah, blah, blah. There's some people that actually do that. They they will put on an outfit and really feel like it's trash because they ain't got no compliments. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, or do whatever, paint a picture and just think the worst of it because it didn't get this, mm-hmm. you know, certain amount of things. So it's very important a lot of you kept repeating that. As long as you know yourself is the first step to really, really being free. Yeah. There's so many things put in the world to make you feel like it's what you need. Mm-hmm. Drew, you saying something? Um, it was going back to like what you said, like a nine to fiver that lost someone. Yeah. And I, I I'm I keep using this as an example is because I know how that person felt. Um, we all know who I lost. Um, I forget that one time I went to work, I told them, give me two days when really I needed a week. Yeah. And I literally, I don't know what I, what I did. I, I tried to find balance, how to get myself back into the groove of things. Mm-hmm. When really I needed more time to let it sink in. Yeah. Um, once those two days came up, went back to work, act like nothing happened. When I was really beating myself up. And then someone was like, I'm glad that you came back. Um, you're stronger than ever. But I accepted that compliment. Mm-hmm. Right. Really, I was in a hundred million pieces. Yeah. And not just the fact that if you guys weren't there, I wouldn't be able to pick those pieces up. I felt alone in the sense because I was, I felt like I was the only one picking up myself and mapping myself back together. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I hear when Lade says, you got to know yourself. If it were up to me, I would have taken a week. I would have. But the memories that my grandmother kept telling me don't worry about it you're going to be all right yeah. and like you said you got to know yourself if you if i knew that i needed a week i would have said i need a week but something inside my head said you don't need a week you got this yeah. let's keep on pushing 
I think it's that whole conversation with yourself. Like you said, it, the, the mirror can't change you. You can have that conversation with yourself and figure out what's going on and all that. And a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. A lot of people don't sit down and have that conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because people think, oh, you're a psycho if you have a conversation with yourself. No, that's common. Yeah. And you gotta be real with yourself too, you know? But people don't understand or don't know how to be real with themselves. Because yeah. they, like Desmond and agreed that I said was, people are programmed. They're not taught yeah. how to do certain things. That's why school, I'm not blaming all schools, don't, don't get this twisted, schools are not teaching or educating the kids to do what they love. They're just getting you ready for another corporation so that way they can spit these words in your head yeah. and then fulfill that duty. That's true, that's true. Because instead of schools or teachers actually educating you to be what you want to be, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of people walking in this world right now blind. They see, but they're not really seeing what they're true potentials are yeah. or their real purposes of course of course some think some believe that staying in office is what they're supposed to do if that's what you want to do by all means you know that's you by all means mm -hmm. but there are so many there's so there's a lot of people in this world that have great potential and they know they purpose i just think that they don't know how to take that first step to walk into that door uh, and yeah that's just me yeah like they don't know and then they scared you know i think that's a great subject or topic to have for another episode actually like man man and woman in the mirror you know and then you know have 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 people ask themselves some serious questions you know because going back to that um earlier before when i said kobe i think that him and I have what people might call an asshole kind of thing. I challenge my friends, you know, to become the best version of, yours, of themselves. And I'm going to ask them some serious questions, hoping that they would do the same for me. Mm -hmm. So people are afraid to ask themselves some serious questions. Mm -hmm. And just like what you mentioned, you know, wake up in the morning, leaving, you know, the house. I'm pretty sure people experience it on a job, you know, when they see, like people... Like what Des was saying, people will leave and go to a job or whatever and, 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 and they won't be true to themselves. You know, like they'll try to act like other people at the job. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you can relate to that, you know, like you see people at the job trying to act like you. You ask yourself like, wait, what? Like, huh? You, you know, you, you feel it's weird. You know, people really don't know who they are, you know, they don't really don't have that peace of mind, you know, or don't have the freedom to be free in that, in that manner, so, so yeah, man, that's all I wanted to say, you guys have anything else you want to add, any, any remarks, you know, I know this was a kind of touchy episode, because we're dedicating it to, you know, Kobe, but is there anything else you want to share to the audience as of right now? All I'm going to say is uh, for all of our audience, thank you so much for sticking with us and by us on this great journey that um, we 
started and continuing to do. Just keep hanging in there with us. Um, please like, subscribe, or if you guys have questions or anything like that, comment or have or say something, say what's up, you know what I'm saying? Um, or you can find us on our um, social medias on IG. Mine is 10drew94. Mine is Take It Easy Tigers. Desmond Bonet, D-E-S-M-O-N-D, B-O-N-E-T. I just paused because you did like this. Like, he was mad loud. I was like, bro, like, really? We're on camera, bro. <laughs> but this is me, man. What you see, what you get, bro. Come on, man. But you're... He free, man. I'll be forgetting. Free, man. Candy, free, man. man. Yeah, that's it. Right. <laughs> uh, oh. Free, man. Free, man. Yeah, yeah that's him. Executive producing on Drew's new show. Mm. Uh, we just inspiring all you guys, hopefully inspiring you guys to be free. Um, also to have a peace of mind. We hope that you have taken some of this with you. Um, so you can share with your friends and with your family and loved ones. Um, my social media is Take It Easy Tiger and Why Desmond Bonet Ten Drew ninety four. Yeah, yeah, man, ninety four. Once again, my name is Lade. Hold on, y'all said the IG for the um, podcast page. Yes, not. Please, please, please. Follow my foot. Please, please follow at W A Y L Radio Way Way Radio. However, y'all pronounce it, but it's W A Y L Radio. Please, please follow and pay attention to our um page. But more importantly, pay attention to the stories because we will be posting up a challenge very, very soon that'll grant one of y'all to actually um come up here and. Be a guest. Be a guest on the show. I was gonna say just kind of sit and watch us do it, but. When opportunity to be a guest on this show, so pay attention to that because we will just pay attention, man. Pay attention at W A Y L Radio on Instagram, and I believe we do have a Twitter, but mainly Instagram. So make sure y'all pay attention to the page, follow, keep liking, um, keep supporting, keep reposting. Shout out to everybody that reposted on the last episode and everybody that's been rocking with us. So just wanted to make sure I put that out there. And, and most importantly, stay safe out there. Um, you don't know if what whatever day brings, you know, just keep a level mind head level headed and um, Just just be grateful for what you have now. All right It's your show It's our show, your episode Once again, my name is Drew Water. What I was gonna say was, <laughs> oh do God. not be afraid to love. I know we joking and all that shit, but I really want to get this out there. Do not be afraid to love. Kobe Bryant promoted and made it popular in his life to show that he had a wife that supported him through everything, and he had four beautiful daughters that he made sure he was there for. And I say that because I came across something that I've seen a million times, but it didn't resonate and hit. I feel like y'all joking and all that. No, I'm looking at him. I seen something that I seen a million times, but it didn't resonate and hit until I, until Kobe passed away, where it said, 
coming home at the end of the night is something that's very, very underrated. I might have yeah. fucked up those words, but that's the reason why I say that. If you got a girlfriend at home, do not be afraid to love and be around her. And vice versa, you got a good nigga at home, do not be afraid to be around him and just away from the bullshit. You got family that love you, do not be afraid to go and cherish the time and spend the time with them. Rebuild relationships. The streets is gonna always be there. The streets don't love you, those streets don't give a fuck about you. These buildings is gonna be here way after you gone, way after your son, whoever else is gone. These neighborhoods, these hoods is gonna always be here. Cherish what the fuck is important, because tomorrow's not promised. Anything can happen. Yeah, a whole goes back to being free with Desmond said, man. So just make sure that you're living your best life, you know, and staying true to yourself. Are you listening? My name is Lade. I go by the name of Desmond Bonet. I'm Drew. You just listened to R. You. Listening. Radio. Radio. We out. This episode was freedom. What does it mean to you? Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Thank you.